0: Good morning. Merry Christmas, Eve. Merry Christmas Eve. I love seeing all these smiling faces. You guys ready to worship the Lord today? Yes. All right, Why don't we stand and we'll go to the Lord in prayer and then we will get started today. Father, we love you, and we come before you now to worship your mighty name. We thank you for uh, your son, who was born as our Savior into this world. This is what we celebrate, and I thank you that there's so many here to do that, and I just pray, Lord God, that you would be lifted on high, that our minds and hearts will be tuned to you today, and that you would be lifted up. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. So you guys may be seated. We have a very special service for you today. If you're new, I'm so glad that you're here. It will look a lot different than what it normally does. And so with that, I'm gonna, we're going to read the Christmas story. And we've got plenty of kids here that are going to do that. So just uh, ask that you tune in and allow the Holy Spirit to lead.
1: Luke chapter 2. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria, so all went to be registered, everyone to his own city.
2: Joseph also
1: went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. This is the only one that works. It's on now. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, and this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was the angel, a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace goodwill toward men.
0: Get the my the mama back. told me
3: something when I was growing up that has forever changed my life. She played the mm-hmm. piano yeah. piano yeah. at yeah. our yeah. Little yeah. church, church, third, third and Street Street for thirty seven years. years. She tried she tried to teach me to, me the me to play the piano. Oh. <laughs> My mama mama told me something when I was growing growing up up that has has forever changed changed my life. life. She played played the piano piano at our little church church, at 3rd and and Pine Street for 37 37 years. years. She tried to 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 teach me to play the piano, piano. piano. but I wasn't wasn't very good. good. She would teach me the names of the notes, what a major key is, what a minor key is. She tried to teach me musical theory, but I was just bored. Then, then one, day, one day, she told she me that the, me that best, the best news, news in, the in the world is found by, is found by, by playing a simple scale, scale on the piano. piano. I had no I had idea, idea what, she what she meant. So she told, so she told to me, me to eight play note an eight-note scale. Note scale. So, I did. So, I did. so I did. I said, how I said, is how that good, is good news? news? And she said, and I, she I played, played it incorrectly and that I needed to play it the other way. So I did. So I did. Again, Again I, said, I said, how is that, is that good, good news? news. And, she said, and she said, I played it I played the right way, way but I needed, I needed to add the pauses. The pauses, the pauses. she said. The pauses. She said, she said the, pauses. the pauses, add them on, add the, the, first, them on the first, second, second fourth, sixth, six, seventh, and last, and last note. 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 Now, I was now, frustrated and, now, was now, frustrated and said, how can eight, eight notes, notes with random pauses be the best news in the world? Then I got walked away and went outside. Frankly, I, Frankly didn't I didn't care what she, care was, talking what she was talking about. about I didn't like playing, playing, playing the piano anyway. Well, well years, later, years later, my mama got, got sick and passed, and passed away. As I was, As I was thinking about her, about her I remembered what she what told she me about the, about the, piano. the piano. Not only that, that. I, still I still remember the, remember the note she notes told she to told pause. me to pause. The first, second, fourth, sixth, seven, and last note. So I sat so down at her, her piano and played the play scale, scale with with the foster.
2: Let's pray together. Lord, we just thank you that we can come together to worship you. Lord, we thank you that you were sent here to earth to die for us, and we just celebrate this time that you were born. Father, I pray that you would uh, speak to our hearts this morning, that you would prepare our hearts to receive you. In Jesus' name, before you sit down, please turn around and say Merry Christmas to someone. Merry
1: Christmas. Oh, awesome.
2: Good morning, it's really good to see you this morning. Merry Christmas to you and welcome here to Remnant Church. Um, I'm happy to see some familiar faces. I like I, the ones I get to see every week. And then there are some that are visiting that I haven't seen in a long time. So I wanna say welcome to Pam and Daryl and really happy to see y'all this morning. And uh, I'm probably gonna miss some folks. We have a full house today. So we're, we're here to worship the Lord and welcome you here. If you're here for the first time, in front of you, there's like a little QR code, or there could be a um, a little slip of paper that you could fill out and uh, put into the tithing uh, bucket. But you know, we would love to connect with you if you're here for the first time. If you are, I just want to give you a hand clap. I know I see so many new faces, so we're just going to say welcome to you by giving you a hand clap. Amen. <laughs> I'm happy to see that a lot of my family's here today, too, so that makes me really happy. And uh, grandchildren, we know those are the best. So, uh, And then we're going to go ahead and receive our offerings, so if the ushers can come forward, uh, prepare our hearts for this part of our worship. And, you know, uh, obviously we are we are celebrating the best gift of all that Jesus came down to be with us. And uh, we want to give back to the Lord and, and just be faithful in, uh, with our tithes and offerings if you're here visiting this isn't really for you unless you just really want to but you know the lord says not to give under obligation but to give with a happy heart a cheerful he loves a cheerful giver and that's a bible scripture but i can't tell you where it is right now but it is in there we can look it up <laughs> you can put me to the test so let's pray together as we uh, we prepare our hearts to to receive our offerings father we thank you, Lord, that we have the greatest honor to be able to give back to you, Lord, and, uh, and to the house of God here, Lord, that you meet every need. And we thank you for that, being such a good, good father. Um, Lord, I just pray that you bless this offering, that you multiply it so that we can we can use it for good use in your kingdom, that we would advance the kingdom in everything we do. In Jesus' name, everybody say Amen. Okay. While we're doing that, we have a couple of announcements. If you have a bulletin, it's just right inside the bulletin here. Um, Everything's going to be kicking off in the new year. So the first thing that's going to kick off is you ladies, us ladies, will be having a Bible study on Tuesday mornings with Janice. And if you need the book, sign up. We're going to be getting some books in. And it's about uh, the Bible study is on discerning and hearing the voice of God. So it's going to be really good. We're super excited about that. And then the men And also not to... To be shown up, they're going to start. They're they're going to continue their Bible study on Wednesday evening. So you guys have something to do on Wednesday evening, and then everything else will start up. The youth group and uh, True North, the young adult group, will be starting January 5th too. So that that's it. It's in your bulletin, and I just encourage you to, as we look for the new year, to look for ways to connect your heart back to God, and these we just want to provide some ways you can do that. So I encourage you to get get um, involved. And if you'll stand up, are we going to stand now or the kids are going to come forward? Okay, we have something special, so just sit in your seat and enjoy.
4: Jesus for Christmas. Say, Lillia,
2: what gold. does Jesus
4: want for Christmas? Gold. You. 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 you guys, I, thought, I okay. thought it was gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the wise man gave me. Okay, come on, a little bit closer. Okay, you guys ready? Okay, here we go. You guys stand up. You guys stand up. Are you ready? Jesus wants for
0: We'll stand. We will continue to worship. good morning morning. Merry merry christmas eve a savior was born to us let us pray father we love you glory to your name today We praise you for who you are. We praise you for what you've done and what you continue to do in our lives. And we just ask, Lord God, that you would be lifted on high today and that we can celebrate what you have done. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 So we have been talking about Jesus as the light of the world these past couple of weeks in our Christmas message series. And in the first week, we talked about how Jesus came as the light of the world. He chose to come in meekness over majesty. That's how he came. Meekness is lowliness, it is gentleness, it's humility, and it's strength under control. Everything about his coming was done in meekness. All the life that he lived while he was here on this earth was done in meekness. He could have easily come in all of his majesty as the King of glory. But the good news is that he chose instead meekness over majesty and as his followers we are called to live our lives in meekness as well and how we do this is by first choosing savior over self savior over self we cannot ever be consumed with self we must be consumed with the savior second we must choose serving over sitting where we are contributors instead of consumers we must choose forgiveness over bitterness. And while this can be very difficult, we must forgive because we have been forgiven. And we must choose thankfulness over ungratefulness. The Lord deserves our thankfulness because he is good. These are not always easy choices, but these choices represent what it means to follow Jesus in meekness. Last week, we talked about the great contrast between Jesus' first coming and his second coming. Jesus came the first time bringing great joy. When he comes again, he will bring great justice. Had he come to this earth the first time bringing the justice we all deserve, we'd all have been doomed to hell forever. The great joy is that he came to this earth and took upon himself at the cross the justice we all deserve. I'm realizing you're not seeing what I'm seeing. (laughs) He died, was buried, and three days later, he rose from the grave. And this is the good news. This is the good news that we celebrate this year right now. A Savior was born to us. A Savior who would save us from our sins if we place our complete faith and trust in him. And this Savior came bringing great joy because of his great love. He is the greatest gift we could ever receive. Amen? Amen. He is the light of the world. This is the message of Christmas. And how we live out this message is by being the light of the world. But being the light of the world is not about behavior modification. It's all about a heart transformation a heart that is aligned with the word of God, because that's where the real joy is. Today, we're going to build on our momentum from last week, and we're going to talk about light over law. Jesus came into this world as light. And the scripture that the Lord so graciously gave me for today is John chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. And as I was studying and trying to determine the direction for today's message I was missing the anchor scripture that I needed to tie everything together. And then suddenly, God directed me to John chapter 1, and I just started reading. I just started reading from verse 1, and then it hit me like a ton of bricks. This is it. This is exactly the scripture I needed. I just love how God will do that. When we need to hear from him, and he just speaks to us from his word. It is so wonderful, and it is so awesome. Because God is so very good. So let's jump into this text together. Please turn with me in your Bibles to John chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 17. You don't have a Bible, we've got them here on the bookshelf to my right, your left. You can follow along on the screen, your mobile device. Please follow along. This is going to be fun without my clicker today. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through him, and apart from him, not one thing was created that had been created. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. I just love how John opens his gospel. Unlike any of the other gospel writers, Matthew, Mark, or Luke, he takes us all the way back to the very first words in the Bible in the beginning. He describes Jesus as the word, the life, and the light of men. He is simply restating as an introduction to his gospel exactly what Jesus said about himself in John chapter 14, verse 6, when he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. The way is the light of men because the light is what shows us the way to go. Psalm 119, verse 105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And this light shines brightly, and wherever it shines, darkness can never overcome it. Light always casts out darkness. Psalm 119, verse 160 says, The entirety of your word is truth. That means all of it, not just part of it, not what we pick and choose, all of it. Jesus said in John chapter 17, verse 7, Your word is truth. The word of God is absolute truth. It always has been, and it always will be. Everything in all of creation was created through the word of God. God spoke, and everything came into being. And life, life is what Jesus came into this world to bring us. And not just an average or just a get-by kind of life. Jesus came to give us abundant life. In John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus makes the great contrast between himself and our enemy, Satan. He says the thief, which is Satan, the thief, does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. This life. This life in Jesus is an abundant life. It's full of mercy and grace and hope and love and peace and forgiveness and guidance and so much more. So in these opening verses of the book of John, we see Jesus as the word, the life, and the light of men. His light is our way. His word is our truth. And his life is what leads to our eternal and abundant life. Verse 6, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was created through him, yet the world did not recognize him. Jesus came into this world as the light. He is the light of the world. He is the true light that gives light to everyone. Verse 11, he came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, he gave them the right to be children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not of natural descent or of the will of flesh or of the will of man, but of God. That's being born again. That's what that means there. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed His glory, the glory as the one and only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is what we celebrate at Christmas, that the very Word of God, Jesus Himself, became flesh. He was born in all of His glory as our Savior, and He is full of grace and truth. It's this grace and it's this truth that should shine in and through our lives. Verse 15. John testified concerning him and explained, This was the one of whom I said. I love this. I am juggling today. Sure. The one coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. Indeed, we have all received grace upon grace from his fullness. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. And so now we see the reason for light over law. The law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. We have received grace upon grace. And none of us deserve this grace. But God pours it out through his Son on us anyway. We are all sinners in need of a Savior. God sent his Son into this world to be that Savior. He came as the light of the world. He came to turn the light on in our hearts. The law has always pointed to Jesus. He is the fulfillment of the law. The law was given to show us our sinfulness. The law was never intended to make us righteous. It was intended to show us that we need a Savior. And by God's grace upon grace, He sent that Savior. He sent that Savior to us, fulfilling all the requirements of the law. And by doing so, we need not ever stand before Him on our own righteousness or on our own works. Praise God, right? Aren't you glad you don't have to stand before Him on your own merit? We now can stand upon the truth of the gospel by faith. And when we do, we receive Jesus's righteousness by his finished work on the cross. Had Jesus come and given us more of the law, we would all still be guilty in our sins. But he chose to come as the true light instead. Because he chose light over law. The law is a reflection of God's character. It's perfect and holy, but none of us can live up to its standards. If we try to live according to the law, it will only lead to death. But if we come to the true light by faith and then live in and as the light, we will live. Here's what Paul said in Galatians chapter 2, verse 16. He said, we know that a person is made right with God by what? Faith. By faith. In Jesus Christ, not by obeying the law. And we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we might be made right with God because of our faith in Christ, not because we've obeyed the law. For no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. This attempt to obey the law is exactly what the Pharisees did. You see, it was all about external compliance for them. They looked and acted religious, but they had no real relationship with the Savior. In fact, they rejected the Savior. It was all about dead ritual instead of a living relationship. On one occasion, the Pharisees asked Jesus, which command in the law is the greatest? And Jesus replied with this in Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 40. Here's what he said. He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command, and the second is like it love your neighbor as yourself all the law and the prophets depend on these two commands right here love i find what's interesting here is notice it says love your neighbor as who as yourself it doesn't say love your neighbor as you love god does it because god is in a whole class by himself isn't he amen so Jesus, in one fail swoop, just schooled the Pharisees, and he showed them what the law is all about. It's all about loving God and loving people. Now listen, the law is beautiful, it is perfect, and it is holy. But because of the law, we all in our flesh, we stand condemned before God. Condemned to darkness forever. That's the bad news. But the good news is that Jesus came as the one true light to cast out the darkness And he did that for all time. And what greater love is there in all the world that God would look at his creation and see the desperate condition that we are all in because of our sin and then send his son in the person of Jesus Christ to suffer and die on the cross for our sins, satisfying all the requirements of the law and setting us free from sin and spiritual death. That is true love. Can you love like that? Can you love like that? The apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 8 verses 1 through 4, he said so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to where? Death. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. This is so good right here. So God did God in his infinite grace upon grace made a way for us to be saved when there was no other way. He chose light over law. He fulfilled the just requirements of the law by sending his son to be our savior, a savior who would bring light into this world and disperse all darkness. Amen? Amen. 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 So here's what we're going to do. If we can cut those lights in the back. We're all going to light these candles. Ushers, if you could come forward and help me. I would really appreciate that. What I want you to do is I want you to look at this light. Now, I know it's kind of hard because we've got light coming in from the front. Yeah, go ahead. We've got light coming in from the side over there, but when you look at a candle and you go inside of a completely dark room and you light up a light like this, what happens? What happens? The darkness starts to flee, doesn't it? Darkness always flees when there's light. So as we're lighting these lights together, and in a moment after we get them all lit, we're going to sing Silent Night together. But here's the question I want you to consider. Are you content to observe the light? Or are you ready to receive the one true and only light into your life so that you can live as that light in this dark world? That's the question. Let me say it again. Are you content to just look at this light? Are you ready to receive it and then actually be the light in the dark world that we live in today? We need more light in this world, don't we? Doesn't it feel like it keeps getting darker and darker? We're coming upon this season of politics, so we get to watch this whole election unfold. And look at all the mudslinging that's already started. We need more light. Family of God, we need more light. That's what we need. So stop staring at the light and start being the light. That's the message today. You guys need a light over here? I'm watching. You don't have it. There we go. Almost there. So as we prepare to sing this song, I want you to think about what's God laying on your heart? How can you be more like him in 2024? I feel like my mic is just not on. Can you guys hear me? Okay, cool. Um, How can you be more like him so that you're reflecting his light in 2024 and beyond? So let's all stand, please. Careful on that wax, it is hot.
1: Righteousness.
0: God, Lord. We worship you today. We thank you for your joy and your hope and all that you give us. Your glory will never end. And we pray, Father, that we can proclaim that truth to everyone who will hear, that we will shine your light bright like a city on a hill. I pray, Father, blessings upon blessing of every person that's here today, that you would encourage us and strengthen us, draw us closer to you, help us to remember as we have fellowship with families, and we celebrate this time together, this week and beyond, uh, that you are the Lord God Almighty, and we serve you. We thank you that you sent your Son here to be our Savior. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. So you may blow out your candles and be seated. Just a couple more things, and you guys will be dismissed. put it on the uh, very yeah If you can put it on that one so i want to talk to you briefly about where we're going in, in 2024 i am super excited about this new series that we're going to launch next week and it'll be for the month of january to kind of start the year off and it, the question is are you able are you able <laughs> to be more like jesus So many things we think about as we come to the end of the year and all these things that we might want to do personally on how to improve ourselves, maybe physically or um, spiritually, whatever that it is. But the real question is, are you able to look more like Jesus? That's the call for 2024. So I hope you'll join us next week as we start that journey together. And then we'll jump back into Mark. Some of you remember that we were studying the book of Mark. We're going to come back to that, but I believe God has laid a special uh, message series on my heart for what you guys uh, need to hear, what we all need to hear, rather, as we kick this new year off together. So I hope you'll come back. God bless you guys. If you need prayer of any kind, if anyone's here and is unsure that if you died tonight of where you'd end up, I'd like for you to come see me so we can talk about that. But God bless you, and Merry Christmas.